make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. talk with Prima on this great Wednesday. I hope everybody's having a great work week and will continue to be productive and kind. Remember, we always say that it doesn't cost you anything to be kind. You never know what one person is going through. So compliment somebody, make them feel good about themselves. Just tell them something nice. Anywho, on this great Wednesday, we have our South Carolina finest. We have Ty Hill on today with us. Um, had a pleasure of meeting him briefly, but I can't wait to see you know, what he has to offer to give us some motivation, to give the little ties out there who, who want to be in his shoes one day, the motivation they need. So without further ado, let's bring on Ty Hill. Hero time. Lester wide right, Blackman wide left. Gonzalez in the slot. The pass. Picked off. Ty Hill. Looking for blockers. Headed to the sideline. Still on his feet. We're going to overtime. There's your hero for now. That's the second time Clemson stopped a BC drive with an interception. One was in their own end zone. And Ty Hill comes up with it to end it at regulation. We've got overtime staring us in the face because of Ty Hill's interception of a Matt Ryan pass. We'll look at it again. We've seen Ty Hill play some good football. Been waiting on it. He comes through with a big play. Jumped on it. That might have telegraphed it a bit, but why not? Trying to make a play. And here's a young man that's competing. Ty Hill with the interception. Well, we've got some. Wow, I'm impressed just by that footage. I bet you was sitting there smiling, watching it. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't even get to see it. Said my brother didn't support the uh, support oh, something. So you did yeah, something around really... on somebody. That's when you was at Clemson. A spin. Okay. Fancy stuff. So, Ty, for the ones that may not know you, um, tell us a little about yourself. Well, my name is Ty Hill. I'm from, well, my name is John Ty Hill. <laughs> and I'm from St. George, South Carolina, a community called Texas Community, um, right outside the, uh, the city limits of St. George. Uh, my All my family, my mother and father was born and raised there. So it was me and my brother. I have an older brother, Roland Hill. We're actually 19 years apart. I was actually born the day he graduated high school. Uh, so that's a little fun fact about me. Yeah, but, uh, over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so come from a small town with big dreams um, and always thought that I was going to be able to do the things that I, I, I set out to do from a kid. And, and that was two things I fell in love with was football and track. And I was the uh, um, played at St. George, started at St. George High School, uh, which was a 1A school. We uh, ended up combining with um, 
Hollyville Ridgeville High School, which was another 1A school, which we became 2A. Okay. And so I played one year. I played JV and varsity at St. George my freshman my freshman year, then played varsity my sophomore year, started on varsity, and then went on over to Woodland High School where, you know, um, well, I continued my junior and my senior year uh, running playing football and running track was all all state and both all American in both. Um, I'm like a six or seven times, seven or eight times state champion. Um, and, and track, uh, didn't get that far on the football field, probably made it my, my junior and my, my junior, I think we made it to the first, first round of the playoffs. And I think we played you guys, I believe it was uh, Eddie Stowe that put us out. And then, um, and then on on top of that, I went on to uh, my senior year. We played in um play. We made it back to the playoffs. I believe we made it to the first round. I believe I don't, I don't think I've ever made it outside the first round. Um, play ended up being elected to play in the uh, the North South All Star Game um, due to I've really never finished my high school season every, every year. I was actually hurt every year, so I was a little bummed that I didn't make the Shrine Bowl. But you know, because that—that's if you are if you're into high school football and you want to make the and you're talking about the upper echelon of bowls, that's where you want to go, and, and that's what I saw myself being able to do since I was a little kid. Once I saw the Shrine Bowl on TV, so I was a little bummed that I didn't make it, right? But uh, went on, played in North South, had had a great had a great experience there. Um, got recruited, uh, ended up signing with Clemson. Had a lot of offers, uh, but ended up uh, narrowing it down to Clemson. So I went on to Clemson, and I played. Uh, I continued running track and playing football. It was an all-ACC um, sprinter, uh, 160-meter. I won about three, four title team uh, individual. I think I won three individual titles. I've been all-ACC probably like six times. Uh, something like that, and won, won, won a few team titles as well. And then on the, on the football field, I was All-American, consensus All-American, um, cornerback. I went in as a running back. So I was a running back in high school, go back. And, and I, ended up trying, I, ended, I ended up switching to cornerback my sophomore year, uh, went over and started three years, played there, and um, became All-ACC, um, all, all consensus All-American. Um, and went on and got drafted into the NFL. Uh, I believe I was the, the 15th overall pick okay. in the 2006 draft. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. When got drafted to the St. Louis Rams, was actually the first cornerback drafted that year. And, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, went made through my whole college career not getting hurt. Like I said, I was hurt a lot. My, uh, I, uh, in my high school days, I had had little minor issues like ham, not hamstring, but uh, like ankle. I would sprain my ankle, or I had a stress fracture in my back, or something like that. That would keep me out of games. And had a healthy college career. Never missed a game. Never missed a track meet. Uh, I believe I missed one track meet. But that's because I didn't really want to go. Uh, I went, I went, it was a party on campus. I, I didn't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they have a there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I really, I really enjoyed my uh, my college experience. Um, I, I believe um, everybody that get an opportunity to uh, to go 
uh, that you should go because you get to learn a lot more about yourself. And me being from a small town, coming from uh, at St. George, 400 students that was in my class. I mean, not in my class, but in the whole school. Yeah. Right. And then going to Woodland High School, I believe we ended up having only like 600 to going to a major university, you know, playing in front of 90,000, 80, 90,000 week in, week out. And, wow. and, and, and a student body of uh, 22,000, I believe, 17 undergrad, total like 22 with graduates. So it was a, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. I met some of my best friends. Uh, while I was there, that I, I'm still uh, uh, very in, in contact with today, and you know, you meet lifelong friends. You know, right. Right. you meet a lot of minds. Um, but I tell you this, I didn't know how hard it was, uh, how hard it really was, just looking at it on TV. You know what I mean? But it was a great experience, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything uh, different than today. What kept you motivated? Like from even in high school, you know, because there's a lot of peer pressure. There are certain things you want to do, you know, that unfortunately you couldn't do because you had to either practice or, you know, what kept you motivated that whole time? To be the best. I was self-motivated. You know, I wanted to be the best at whatever I did, you know, especially on the track and on the football field. I knew I had to have grades, so I had to do that too. So it made sure that it made sure I had that. But uh, I, I just wanted to be the best. I was just telling my kids that this last night. I mean, back then we had this thing. I don't know if they have it now, but it was this uh, this, this, this soccer line sports report. All right, remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, where it was it, it was a it was a new it was a news it was really like a newspaper where you get to see every every school in the state of South Carolina was sending you know you know their press clippings or, or what recap of the week or what have you. So I was into that. I was into that since probably like uh, seventh, probably eighth, ninth grade. And then on top of that, I was like, I was the ball boy for my high school, St. George High School, when I was in seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade. Oh. You know, what I, mean? so I was always around the sport. I fell in love with the sport. Um, I was self motivated. I, I didn't need anybody to motivate me. You know what I mean? I, I was. It was. It was what I wanted to do. So I wasn't going to do anything that was going to derail me from doing what I wanted to do. And I knew that character, high character was going to have, going to, have to be part of it. Right. Grades was going to have to be part of it. My performances on the football field and the track was going to have to be, was going to all have to play a part of it. So I was really self-motivated, man. I didn't really need anybody to motivate me. My parents were older. Okay. Uh, and on top of that, like no one's ever seen anyone from my town. I'm the first person out of my district to sign a D1 scholarship. Wow. So no one knew how, no one ever seen it before. No one didn't believe it could happen because we were such, so small and right. thought that we got we got overlooked, but I never believed that. I just believe if I go out there and do do my part, that people are gonna, gonna recognize me and, and they're, gonna, they're gonna come get me. And that was my motivation. I, I wanted, I was, I was a hard head. I wanted to prove, I wanted to prove everybody else wrong. So I think that was part of like, of my motivation. Yeah, you have to have that self-motivation. You have to be able to believe in yourself, you know, so other people can see that confidence and, and believe in you as well. We have a lot of comments. I just want to, um, we, we see you guys. So let's see from the top. We have Angela. She said he has been a great athlete since St. George High School days. I remember him from track and field. 
You must have was really good. Cause look, we graduated a long time ago, and they still I remember you. I know. You know, this is twenty years, man. Yes. <laughs> Don't remind me. You yeah, I can see. You. I can see. You see, I ain't got no hair now. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> um, Elijah said Clemson all day. Clemson all day, baby. You see my shirt. Yep, I see it. Um, Angel said for um great four hundred meter runner as well. I believe eight hundred meter runner too. You did that. No. Oh no, eight hundred. No, I did that one time because I was running my mouth. I was a 100, 200, 400. and I hated the four hundred. <laughs> you know, if you ever saw me run four hundred, it was very, it was probably very comical. You know what I mean? The crazy thing about it, I was a two time state champion. In it. It's crazy, but uh, but yeah, man, it was. No, nah, I was always I'm sprinting, sprint all day. I, I tried that four hundred, eight hundred one time, and that was like not Ooh. never again. The eight hundred in that is that four times around or, or? two laps? Two laps. Two. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Eight. That one lap was hard enough. <laughs> yeah, that's that that one lap, that four hundred is like I applaud anybody that can do it. I tried it one time, and I I felt like I was about to die. I yeah, I, I, yeah, me too. Me too. And that was the last time I ever tried. You know. <laughs> Um, she said been running since seventh grade because she was too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually been running um track. So I come from um the Baptist Brotherhood. I was I was a Baptist down there. I went to St. Mark Baptist Church and Good Hope Baptist Church in um in St. George, Texas community was St. Mark, and in St. George was a was a Good Hope. My mother was a member at St. Mark, and that's where her family went. My daddy was a member of Good Hope. And that's where his family went. And that's where I, so I, I had to go, I went to both, you know what I mean? And um, they had, but I ran track with Good Hope Baptist Church. So the Baptist Brotherhood actually had a track lead, you know what I mean? So that's where I actually started running track. I actually started running track in the church lead back, I don't know, probably like when I was in 10, 11 years old. That's good. That's definitely yeah. good. And then you kept it up. Hello, Melvin. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hello, LaQuisha Law. And she said, hey, Ty. Hello, girl. How you doing? <laughs> um, Angela is very inspirational. Angela was a Ryan when we were in school. Um, Simpson's her married name. And Tion Brown said, hello. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, just to hear his story, it's, it's, it's like you had so, like you, you played for, okay, wait. I'm getting beyond myself. Let's talk about you being drafted, you know, I have to jump into there. How did that make you feel? Like, did you automatically know first round draft, you know, I'm getting picked or like, how was that whole experience for you? Well, it was, it was a uh, surreal. Um, did I know? I, yes. I knew I was going to get drafted. Um, my whole goal at that time was to be, I wanted to be the first cornerback drafted. You know what I mean? The first person at my position to be drafted. And so that was my whole motivation going into my senior year because I could have left after my junior year, right? But I was on track to graduate, and I didn't want to. I knew if I was if I left school without graduating, I probably wasn't gonna come back. You know what I mean? So I wanted to make sure I got my paper. So I graduated, and um, my senior year in December, and then after that, leading all the way leading up to that year, I was in I was in the Mel Kuyper's. Uh, it was called a big big board where they look at the top 20 or 25 draft eligible um players and i was somewhere i was somewhere in there i can't remember where i was ranking there but i was like one of the top corners and i wanted to keep that i wanted to keep that draft grade 
So I kind of, I kind of knew what that, what, what, what was possible, you know, leading up to that. I had to still perform, right? And I was very fortunate to be able to do that. I ended up finishing my senior year, probably like, you know, one of one of my best years. Uh, I was nominated for the uh, Jim Thorpe Award, um, which I believe I should have won if I was on a better team. But uh, I believe, I, you know, Michael Huff won it that year out of Texas because he was on the, ended up being on the national championship team. You know what I mean? So, so, um, so all these things were happening. It was named All American, um, but that don't really mean that you're going to get drafted high because there's a lot of guys that even went to high school that don't even get drafted. You know, but I knew I knew during the draft process, you know, after my senior season, I, I finished it healthy. I, I finished it strong. You know, um, now it was just the other part. The other part of that process is the draft process. Right. And I actually went out to uh, uh, after I graduated. I think I played in my last bowl game was, um, I believe, Colorado, Colorado, University of Colorado. Mm-hmm. I think we played them in the Tangerine Bowl in Orlando. I came after that game. We won that game. After we got finished that game, I came home for like a week, a couple of days, something like that. And then I, I flew out to um, Phoenix, Arizona. I was actually in Tempe, um, Arizona, at Scottsdale area, um, um, training for the draft. And, oh, okay. Yeah, so – and that was like, you know, that train get you get your body right re- – you know, it was a, it was a whole new experience. Not being in class, you know, you working out, you working out, training specifically for, you know, two days, and those two days are your, the NFL Combine and the uh, your pro day at at, at 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 your college at Clemson. And so I knew I was going to run well because I was a track guy, you know. Well, that's so, nice. well, that's- so I knew I, I knew I controlled my fate. I still didn't know where I was going to fall. You know, um, the St. Louis Rams decided to, to pick me up in the, uh, in the first round. And, wow. You know, and that's kind of like how it happened. But it was kind of surreal. Um, I had my I had my draft party down in St. George at the, the, the local armory. Okay. Uh, like I said, I was the first person to uh, to get, let alone sign D1 scholarship, but get drafted. You know, and go first yeah, round. Yeah, uh, go top. And so I wanted to share. I wanted to share that uh, that experience with you know my not only my family and friends, right. Also my teammates. You know, uh, the kids in the community. Uh, so they know that this is actually possible. This is something that you can do. You know, it's, it's a it's a way to go about it though. But you gotta you know I ain't saying my way is the right way. But it's, it's you, you have the grades, you perform how you're supposed to perform, you know, right. be high character, you know, don't put yourself in a situation that you shouldn't be in. Absolutely. I mean, good things will happen to you. And then keep God first. You know, um, I was really, I was really, uh, I come from, like I said, you know, I said I started in the, in the church league track. So I, I come from a heavy uh, Christian background on both sides of my mother's, my mother and father's family. So. Um, I always had faith. Uh, I, I, was, I never believed there was nothing that I couldn't do. Right. right. You know, once I put my mind to it. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I don't know why. Um, 
But yeah, it's always good to have that confidence within yourself. And like you said, that self-motivation, that means a lot. And people see that. People see that driving you. Um, Harold said, what up? What up, what up, Harold Davidson? What's good, brother? My Clemson brother. Yep. All in. You know it. Holly Hill. <laughs> hey, Harold. How you doing? Thank you. Harold Miss. Yeah, Harold is a legend back where I'm from, man. That support and you have to have that self love and you you gotta want it you know you have to want to achieve it um and and it doesn't necessarily have to start from three four years old like you said you started when you were eleven ten eleven running track yeah, yeah I started playing football like around that time and then started running track around that same around that same time so yeah it was you know I mean like I said I I knew what I wanted to do with my life. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything else. So I was all in. You know all what I mean? In. Like 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 the Clippers slogan. All in. I was all in. You was you you was adamant about getting it, and you did it. Yeah. I just hope I hope our younger generation now, you know, have that type of drive. You know, some of us kind of fall off. Some of us feel like because we don't have the support, I can't do it. You know, so I just hope that's why I like doing, you know, um, shows like this. So they'll know, okay, you know, he got it this way or he did it this way or, you know, it is hope for me. So hopefully the little ties out there know like, hey, I can do it too. The little Harold's out there. Hey, I can do it too. Just because I'm in a small town doesn't mean anything. Show me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's all, it starts with a dream. It starts with a dream. But you know, like our era, you know, we was always outside, man. Like I was always outside. I grew up, I played football and I ran track, but I played basketball every day. You know what I mean? Like I was always competing, you know, and that's the thing. You got. You can't be afraid to compete. You can't be afraid to put yourself out there. You know, that's when, that you, that's when, the, that's when you can actually, like, you know, motivate yourself to do good. You know what I mean? Because now, you know, I needed that pressure. Like I needed that pressure. I prepped the pressure for myself. You know what I mean? To to always want to look good at what I'm doing. You know, and if someone's saying bad about me, I took that. I took that criticism. Like, okay, yeah, I know. I remember you saying that, but at the same time, you use that to motivate me. You know what I mean? To to do what I need to do. You know, because let me tell you something. Whatever you do, you know, good or bad, it's gonna always be somebody that's gonna you know that's gonna criticize, go go talk. They're going to have something to say regardless. 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 So you, why worry about it? That's what I always say. You find a you find a positive out of a negative. Regardless yeah. of what the situation is, you find a positive out of that negative. And like you say, you take that, that criticism or whatever they felt they were giving, dishing out, and you push forward to show them, hey, prove them wrong. Show them that you can do this. Definitely. Um, so Definitely. you paid for like, what, four or five teams, the Rams, the Titans, the... Oh, I yeah. know how many more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I played. Uh, I played for the Rams for three years. I got traded here to Atlanta, um, and then I kind of like forced my way out of Atlanta. You know, I was an athlete, so you know, like I said, hey man, the good thing that make you can be the same thing break you as well. So you gotta know how. And then I was a I was a high athlete. I was an athlete that never sat sat the bench. And you know, I can't when I got into the league. Injuries started to play play a pro play a role, and 
didn't really know how to handle it. Didn't have good, didn't have a good cast around me for the teams. You know, the team was up, then they were down. Uh, the St. Louis Rams, now the LA Rams, didn't have a good uh, season into like a winning season until the Sean McVay, I want to say the Sean McVay era. And that was like uh, almost, what, five years ago? And then we talking about 15, 10, 15 years ago. So 10 years, it's been, it was, it was, it was, it was something else. But, uh, and then, so I, I played for the Rams and then I got, I got uh, uh, traded to Atlanta. You know, they, things didn't work out here. Um, and I was, you know, that that's what really hurt me. So I was upset, you know, because I wanted to be here, but I didn't want to be here on the daytime. So I forced my way out. You know what I mean? I told him, release me, right? Then I thought I was ready to go. Then I go to Tennessee, and then I pulled my hamstring, you know? And I'm like, I've never pulled my hamstring in my life. You know, the day that they gave me the starting job, well, they didn't give me, I earned the starting job. I was going one, then I, I pulled my hamstring in practice, going against Nate Washington. Ran the route for him, going to pick the ball, and I pulled my hamstring. So I ended up getting released from them. Um, I was like a final cut, and then I ended up finishing that year. I ended up signing with the Detroit Lions and then um, played that year there. And then after that, I kind of like started uh, – I had started – while I was in the league, I actually became a franchisee for Golden Corral. Okay. And I, I started peeping into my business, and then I realized that I did – the people that I actually had hired to, uh, to, hire, to run my business for me wasn't – they were. I didn't feel like they were doing the job to the best of their abilities. Wow. Um, so I ended up like you know transfer. I mean you know trans um, transitioning into like a businessman, like going into my business, and, and that's where I went through Golden Crowd University. I went through like a three thirteen week process to actually learn how to run the restaurants and learn how to manage food costs, learn how to manage a P and L, learn how to manage labor, you know, you know, I come from teams. So the golden crowd is, you know, any business, you got to be able to be able to be able to formulate teams. And that, that's one thing that I was, I was great at because that's all I've been a part of the teams in my life. Yeah. You know? And um, so, yeah. And it's good. Like you say, you went to that, through that course because a lot of people feel, okay, yeah, I have the funds, you know, and this, and I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to jump into that. But, you know, it's good to actually learn about it. So you'll know, you know, nobody can't get over on you. You know, you know what's going on. You know how things are supposed to be ran. But some people just jump into it without doing that. So kudos to you. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man, you, you, you got to, in order to learn to run someone's concert, you got to know how they run, you know, especially if they've been doing it for like 50 plus years, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't like to reinvent the wheel. I like to improve on it, you know what I mean? And then there's something I can always do that's going to help me, that's going to help us, and I'm going to do it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have a reserve to, to jump in and, and be all in to what, I, to what I need to get done, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like how, I, how I've been. That's it's kind of like my, my MO. That's, that's what got me out of St. George. That's what got me to come to university. You know what I mean? That's what got me to the NFL. You know what I mean? Not being afraid. Not being afraid to roll my sleeves up and, you know, grind and, you know, uh, do what needs to be done. Absolutely. You'll go get her. You're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, got to get it. Got to get it. Now, you, I know early on you mentioned you have children. You have boys, girls? 
Yes, I have two kids. I have a, I have a son that's 13 years old, and I have a daughter that is nine. And um, I actually coach my son's football team, which is we are one thing I am proud to say. I started coaching him in, at 10 U. He's 13 now, you know, and I didn't even really want to coach him because I wanted to get someone, get somebody else in his ear because you know I'm dad at home, yeah. and you know I kind of wanted to be that, but then. I, I put him in this team, this team over here that I realized there's a lot of daddy ball going on. And it did this thing take a lot of time. And you yeah. know, I ain't had time for that. So I ended up letting him end up letting him play that year. I, I was a bad parent, I'm gonna tell you, I was a bad parent. I tried I went out there and you know, the first three days it was supposed to be an acclimation process. So I was like, okay, they're gonna acclimate him, get get them ready. Right. And then the fourth day, they went straight to pads without teaching them nothing about the fundamentals of tackling and anything. So I yeah. was like, oh, no, 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 we can't do this. So I ended up, I ended up, and that was at 9U. So at 10U, I ended up coaching this, started coaching this team, and um, we went undefeated. Actually, we, we've been going on four years now. We've never lost a game in our in our county. Three, we're three-time three time GFL champs, uh, going for the number four, and we're currently ranked number three in the nation. We're the first rec team to be ranked in the nation. Uh, everybody else is pretty much travel teams. Um, got get, Getting national advice, getting national uh, sponsorships, like battle. Um, so, yeah, man, we, we, we're uh, – I'm proud of my boys. They, My son and all his friends. I mean, I got a great group of kids, man, that I'm trying to mold to go to Clemson. You know what I mean? <laughs> But uh, but uh, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun, man, to see them. Uh, they're doing things that I didn't do in high school. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about. Oh my God, I, I do so much with them. I'm actually the offensive coordinator, you know, because no one else wanted to, to handle the offense because you know, the offense, it, offense, and, and, and the secondary are two of the uh, most uh, disciplined areas, and it takes time to get the kids a gel. And I had an offensive background because I played running back in high school, went to Clemson as a running back, played uh, red-shirted one year as a running back, played one year as a running back. So I, I had I had the experience. And and now I got a great group of coaches that that uh, that, uh, that we all work together. It ain't like it ain't no one person that makes all our decisions. And that's why we work and got a great group of parents, you know what I mean, that has been with us long enough now to to trust us, but you know this year has been a little different because now we're getting a lot of national pub, and you know this is the last year in in um in the youth. Next year they'll be going on to high school, yeah. so my whole job was to get them ready, especially my son. I wanted him to be ready, be fundamentally sound going into high school, so he can hit the ground running. You know yeah. what I mean? And being able to flash early, hopefully get to play early. You know, get his body right, and, and then have a long, have a good high school career, and have a good experience at it. You know, and not put no pressure on him because let me tell you, like I did football because that's what I wanted to do. I don't live my football life. I ran track because that's what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And my son said, "This is what he wants to do. So this is what you want to do. I'm gonna show you. Like this is how you do it. This is what you got to do." And Truly, I feel like if he does, if he does continue to play and he does want to want to carry it on, mm-hmm. I can show you all the good. I can show you all the bad. I can yeah. show you what to do. I can show you what not to do. 
I can tell you when to be quiet. I can tell you when 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 to listen. You know, God gave gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of people mess up with that. They so busy ready to respond and not yeah. even hearing what you're saying. Yeah, I was that guy. I was that guy. I was that guy, man. You know, as a cornerback, when you as, at the position that I played, man, you can't think no one's better than you. You gotta always you you play with you play with a high level of intensity. And I was I was an intense guy. You know, I was a great guy off the field, but once on the field or, or anything about what I'm doing on the field, I'm very passionate about. You know, I'm passionate about the things that I do, and uh, that's a good thing and it's a bad thing. You know, and gotta know you gotta know how to manage. Gotta know how to balance out. Gotta balance. Gotta balance. balance. I enjoyed this. I really did. I really did. Is there anything else that you would like to just put out there that we did not discuss? I do have one more question, though. Look, I'm going to ask you that and then say I got a question. Um, I want to go back really quickly um, when you mentioned, like, you had a smooth college career, you know, no injuries and things. Do you think, and it's probably a crazy question, but do you think, like, from the injuries previously had major effect on you, like, after college? You get what I'm saying? Like, to cause maybe, like, the hamstring injury or any other injuries that you may have encountered or – no, because you, you should have healed and everything by then. Well, the injury that I had was uh, was fluke. They were all fluke injuries. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I broke my back. You know what I mean? I broke my back by just a play that I normally on, on a scout team. Like, I was on defense. I was going against our scout team with the St. Louis Rams my second year in the league. And uh, first was, like, the second game, second game of the year. And um, my safety just came down. Some normally I wouldn't even try to knock the ball down or go or, or, or compete for it. This time I decided to. He was driving down hard. We was in a single high, single high coverage. So we just kind of collided. You know what I mean? Boom. Broke my back. Out four weeks. Out four to six weeks, something like that. Then I came back. I came back and then playing against Atlanta, like in December, um, my second year, I was going for a pick. You know what I mean? I, I recognized the formation. I did a lot of film study. Uh, I, I was jumping the route, and then Joe Horn, uh, uh receiver that played for Atlanta at the time, he pushed me in my back. So I I, I put my hand down on, on the on the turf, braced my fall, paralunae dislocated my wrist. You know, I mean. So to answer your question, no, I don't think so. But I will tell you this: like I believe one of the reasons why. I was never, I didn't get, I wasn't injured in college like that was because I continued to run track. You know, I ran track my, all my whole, my whole college career up until my senior year when I, when I was getting ready for the NFL draft. Like I wanted to put the notion away that I am not, I'm not a track guy playing football. I'm a football guy. I'm a football player running track. You know what I mean? And I, and I wanted to put, put that away. And I, I showed that with my play. But uh, but that's definitely I believe one of the reasons. You know, I think um, you know, things God God works in mysterious ways. Things happen the way they happen. You know, I can't. All I can say is I had a great experience. You know, I I I couldn't think of doing anything else. I'm glad I had the the experience and the enlightenment that I had. So now I can pass it on to the next generation, and it gave me an opportunity and a platform to where I can, if I want to continue to uh to coach or be more involved with the game, which I feel like coaching my son team has kind of done that to me. I don't know. I'm kind of like, where do I want to coach now? You know, on the, for real, you know what I mean? Like, so, so, 
So it, it, it's, I, I think it's, I think, you know, things just happen the way they happen. Right. I think um, you just, but the number one thing, you do have to take care of your body. You know, you got to take care of your body at all, all costs. And, but my injuries were, you know, they were just, you know, I yeah. kind of unexplained it to me. I don't, I don't know. I, but they happened. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to know that. I just, something popped in my head that I want to know. But as I was asking before, is there anything else that you would like to put out there that we did not discuss? Uh, no, I just say thank you for having me. Um, it was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of people from back home got to got to see it. I put it on my story so people can hopefully they can go back and see it. I forgot to do it earlier. I've been ripping and running, you know, with two kids and with, with everything else that's yeah, going I on. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's been fun. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks for sharing your story with us. You know, and I know that motivated some individuals. Again, just to reiterate, being in a small town does not mean you have to be stuck there. So parents, let your kids play these sports. Let them dream big and, and support them, support them, support them. Yeah, let them dream. It can't be your dream. It got to be their dream. It got to be their dream. Exactly, exactly. And if you don't Perfect. mind staying on, um, Ty, when we finish up here, I really appreciate it. Just a, a, for a quick um, few minutes. Okay, yeah, no problem. Well, I thank you so much again. I know you're busy, like you said, with your two little ones. Um, thank you for taking the time out to come on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema, just to share your story with us and motivate the ones that may need that little oomph. So I appreciate that from you. And viewers, thank you guys for watching. Make sure y'all share. This may motivate, you know, someone else. So again, thank you so much. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema, peace and love. Take care. You too.